Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our 2020 season preview for the Gold Coast Suns. So what we're going to do is go through each team, a quick look back at uh, season 2019, and then uh, what's in store for them for 2020. So starting off with last year's Wooden Spooners, the Gold Coast Suns, uh, only three wins for the year and obviously finished 18th. So what do you think were the highlights for them for the uh, 2019 season? Uh, getting a priority pick. I think that, that kind that of is, happened after the season. But. Uh, it's in part of the 2019 season Area happened in 2019. Yeah, okay. Dur- happened during the season, so I'm counting that as the 2019 season. Plus, it was approved before the end of the year, anyway. Yeah, I, I guess so. And you know, it's it's all about looking forward to 2020 um, with those picks and really the way that Gold Coast are trying to build their list now. Um, they're looking at, I'd say, 2022, 23. I mean. Getting half the team that isn't able to drink is probably uh, yeah. an interesting way to go about it. Good move for the Gold Coast. And they don't have much like media pressure in the off-season, do they? Do they have any media presence at all? I think they, they'd gladly take pr- uh, pressure if it meant any attention whatsoever. Yeah, I, t- I reckon half the team could walk around Melbourne and still be non-recognised. Yeah. I don't know, man. They'll have recruiters all over them. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they might get recognised, yeah. <laughs> Tom um, Harley walking behind them all. Yeah. So, I mean, they are looking good in... They've got the best 18 and 19 year old team running around at the moment. You know, in the TAC Cup, they probably do really, really well. Oh, they'll smash the needle too. Yeah. Um, but uh, on the field this year, I mean, they did uh, put three, string three wins together um, early on in the season, all by single digits, uh, mind you. I think their total winning margin uh, for the year was 10 points. Yeah. Does, no, do we know how much they have any close losses? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, round one, they lost by a point, and I think they lost to Melbourne um, with a mad dash. With, oh, I can't remember who it was. Somebody hit the post um, yeah. late in the game. Well, um, I mean, that's not they a lost, terrible in a clusterfuck of a game. They lost to St. Kilda twice by a combined margin of five points. There you are. There you are. Um, so they had some close ones, but they had some fucking blowouts. Yes, well, um, that's to be expected for the side that finishes 18th. But uh, I guess another highlight is none by over 100. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yep. that's the first time in the last couple of years they've done that. Yeah, it's, it's been a little while. They've gone a whole season. Um, as for highlights, I also I put down um, Jared Witts. So Witts was named co-captain this year. And there was uh, more than one game where he absolutely dominated. Um, and mm. I think was leading the league at one stage in hit-outs to advantage or yeah. just playing old hit-outs, one or the other. Uh, for a bloke that was an off-cut from uh, Collingwood a few years ago. He's got, got to say, he's gone up there and made the most of it, and uh, he's going to have a, you know, a long career with Gold Coast now. Well, they've had a bit of a history of actually having a bit of talent in their midfield, really. Um, yeah. It's just a matter of holding on to them, but Always. it seems like a lot of people have made a decent crack again, a second chance there. 
Um, there's just as many that have made a decent uh, retirement fund. Well, you know, especially at the start, yeah, there were people that just made a few extra bucks, extended their career by a season or two. Yeah, um, put that in their retirement fund. Uh, Nathan Bock, I'm looking at you. <laughs> oh, he wasn't Robinson Crusoe. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Yep. Uh, we sent a couple up there too. Um, I think that they have uh, announced a few extra signings during the year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think none bigger than um, uh, King, uh, because mm. all the talk was about. Not if, but when he goes to join his brother at St Kilda. Yeah. Now you think there's two brothers who are talking about, "Hey, about I come join you?" Oh, mate, do you really want to? Like, I, I could probably join you, mate. Yeah. It's, it's not going great. Oh fuck! Do you reckon we just go somewhere else? <laughs> well, big Benny King up in uh, uh, the Gold Coast. He was talked about all year. Like, you know, they're a St Kilda family and all that. And I think I don't know what St Kilda family means. I think it just means they barracked for St Kilda. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he's uh. Didn't do any media, but everyone said it's you know when is he going to sign with St Kilda? You know, do they get him this year, they or do they wait till next year when his two year contract's up? And they re-signed him. I'm like, good on you. You know what they should do? Go after Max. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Throw, yeah I think that's fair enough. To be honest, they'd be remiss not to, because they should go after anyone talented. They have a chance of getting yeah. it. Every team should always. Um, and it'd be great to have you know those two bookending your side in a couple of years' time. Yeah, and Ben and King. I mean, obviously had a good season, but. He's got a lot more ability to shine up the Gold Coast and probably push his price up, get a few more options. Yeah. Well, you get paid well. Back. Yeah. Um, his highlight of the year, though, was punching a teammate well, uh, you know, accidentally. So. Probably deserved it. <laughs> well, it was a highlight, though. Well, it is, isn't it? It's got to be. I was keeping up with the Gold Coast tr- tradition as well. Who was that teammate? Can we name him? Oh, How I- many Gold Coast players can we name? Uh, a few, because I looked at the list today, <laughs> doing research for this. But, yeah. right, well, i got Brandon Ellis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You've got more... Richmond players named Ellis up there. Yep, yep. <laughs> so stick with that. Um, all right, so we've done the highs <laughs> as uh, short as they were. The lows, I mean, there's one really, isn't it? And that's 19 losses in a row yep. to finish off the year. And, and Well, yeah, to start the season 3-1. Yeah. And that is your last winning game in round four. Yeah, it's a long time, isn't it? And really, they didn't look competitive for most of those other games. Uh, the margins, like we said, didn't get into triple figures, but only because teams were resting. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of times for Gold Coast through the years, there's always been something to, you know, have some sort of resemblance of an excuse where they've yeah. got cold games coming up, so they haven't got the facilities, um, yeah. they're struggling to keep players, but they've had a lot of talent there that they've got rid of this yeah. season. They're basically just shit. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't know what you do. I don't see that game plan either. Yeah. Like, they're not playing the um, keep away handball game that some teams play. Yeah. yeah, they're not playing the run out the half back line that some teams play. They're not. They're just playing a scramble for a lot of it. A little bit. I I do think that they are trying to do a game plan. They just are not skillful enough to carry it out yet. So you can't see it. You know what yeah, I, mean? Yeah. I mean? And I've got nothing to base that on. It's just they can't well, be let's doing be honest, nothing. How many times did you watch Gold Coast play when they weren't playing your team? No, no not a lot. No, never. Um, never. I think I watched maybe three. Like, the whole season. If I did, it was only because there was absolutely nothing else on. There was nothing yeah. good to watch. You know, even um, when they started, when they were terrible, you'd watch because, oh, well, you know what? Gary Ablett's still as good as ever. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, I watch live sport over anything else on TV. So yeah. if it's yeah. live, I watch it. But think of it, all right, who's the highlight to watch there? And it was like um, Wits. Um, although yeah, I, I did watch every minute of the last round just because they fucking gifted Jeremy Cameron <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Um but, I mean, you're right, though. There wasn't anything you go, you know what, I'm going to tune in for that. There, yeah. There's some excitement there. Even they had, you know, uh, the number one draft pick, uh, 
um, running out for them. Um, and, and you didn't see Lukosius or Ranking, um, you know, dominating. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't either. Because- oh, sorry, they didn't have the number one draft pick either. That was uh, Sam Walsh, obviously. But yeah, yeah. keep going. But uh, I, I think you end up with that sort of Melbourneitis when you expect too much from a, a first-year rookie. Yeah. You might have been pick two, pick three or whatever, and the same next year. It, it's not until three or four years later you actually see them star. Yeah, but Sam Walsh was pick one. And yeah. We saw him star this year. Yeah. Okay, that is an exceptional talent, um, obviously, but they had two other picks in the top five or top six. Yeah, yeah. I think Ben King was six. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Sam Walsh was a star for his age. Yeah, he wasn't in the All Australian conversation or anything. No, no, I don't think anybody has. No, know. no. You'd, the only times you'd be in that conversation as a rookie is if you're coming from another league. But back even, in those days, but Carlton um, supporters would turn up to see. You know what? There's Sam Walsh. Yeah. Yeah, Look yeah, at that. Yeah. Look at that. They turn up to say, you know, to be able to say in five years' time, oh, I was there for his first game. Yeah. That's what they're turning up for, and that's fine. You get a bit of hope about it. I think that's what every team should have. But I, I hope Rankin and Lukosius and that turn into that sort of player. Yeah. The problem yeah. is you don't know if they'll turn into that sort of player and still be at Gold Coast. Exactly. Did they restructure their coaching setup this year or yeah, end of the year so far? End of the year, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's really kind of us to um, not have a highlight of the week so we didn't overshadow the highlights of Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, and they did, uh, in, in the other lowlights, they did lose um, one or two more players Um yeah, you know, obviously Jack Martin, um, which we'll get to when we do the uh, the outs. But um, it, I think at least they didn't lose any of their first or second year. You know, their top ten picks. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they've had the last couple of years. And but, look up pickups that they got aren't terrible either. Like I mean, they're not great. A bit past it, but they're not marquees. Yeah, no. But, but to me, that's mean, right. If if those not marquee players are your average, they're doing okay. But, yeah, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, but they're. There's nothing about them that I fear. Yeah. Uh, no. Not yet. Um, and the thing, the thing with the pickups, sorry, is that um, they're coming from clubs with successful systems. And so it's not so much what they're going to do on field. It's about how they're going to change the club off the field and obviously yeah. provide insight into those clubs. Or else they're looking at uh, getting players' mates in and then trying to get that player in. Just <laughs> get a bunch of the, the Brisbane, the Brisbane way. <laughs> get a bunch of Richmond players up there and then make an offer for Dusty. Yeah, they Look, just kidnap them like the North Korea way. Again, you line up their list um, of eighteen and nineteen-year-olds. I say it is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But you know, it's just it's not ready yet, obviously, and they've got to learn um, to play in the AFL system and, and whatever um, game style that they're trying to put together. Yeah. Um, but let's have a look at uh, 2020 then. We'll start off with their uh, ins. So uh, you did mention uh, the Tigers there, and Brandon Ellis has taken a, a too-good-to-be-true offer um, to go up to uh, Brizzy. I, I think it was something like six 600 grand over three years yeah. is yeah. what it was rumoured yeah. to be. I did like how Richmond supporters handled that, though, because it's fair to say in the past they've been a little bit down on players who've left the club. Yeah. yeah. But since they've had success, they're like, oh, no, fuck it, go. We don't care. We've got a premiership mm. or two now. Well, two. And when the numbers are thrown up, you know, I hope that even bloody uh, Dimmer went to him and go, mate, we can't match that. Exactly. Yeah. What, you fucking dumb. And I mean, if he doesn't try and get some sponsorship from Bolter Brewing up there, then he's just kidding himself. <laughs> They've got sold for $150 million, so there's plenty of cash going around the Gold Coast at the moment. Well, maybe they could turn it into some sponsorship. Well, it is owned by, bought by CUB, so they could expand their portfolio oh, up, up oh, yeah. north, which is now Asahi. But. Uh, Zach Smith has gone back home. Has uh, he really? Uh, obviously, he yeah. started his career up at the Gold Coast and came down to Geelong for uh, more success. Yeah. Found out he was playing more VFL than AFL. Yeah. Um, very interesting, though, too, because... Uh, Ruck was one of the areas where Geelong really struggled this year. Yeah. 
and he couldn't get a game. As well, they had Galea stepped up and did a lot of things. Was a he bit, but is he, back? Yeah, he was more yeah. playing up forward even. Yeah. Um, I like the way he went about it though. Yeah. Um, stick to Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> but Zach Smith, last time he was there, I thought he looked like one of those players that were really going to kick on. Yeah. Um, so well, maybe this is the, the place where he gets a second chance. Now is he? He's not, not too crazy, obviously. No, like, no, he's not too crazy. Like 20s, like 27, 28. Yeah, I yeah, I think, absolute I think guess. 26 around there. Yeah. So I think he was an inaugural um, yeah, Gold Coast. Yeah. So he's still got a fair bit of room for a Ruckman. Uh, yeah. So... It'd be good to see if he gets proper game time, and I don't think he's got much competition in the ruck. Well, Joe Wits, the, the, the well, of course, yeah. About, a lot of teams are running two rucks, so right. you see, I've done my research. Talking about a ruckman taking a while and everything. I think it was Gorringe with his yeah. uh, his draft commentary, which was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. To be honest, awesome. <laughs> he said, uh, "If you're a 200 centimeter bloke, go in the AFL draft. You get picked up. Yeah, and I'll just assume you take four to five years <laughs> to mature. Yeah. So if you <laughs> shit, you get four to five years, a couple hundred grand a year. You're fucking yeah. laughing. Yeah. Exactly. If you're 200 centimeters, you've got five years grace. Yeah, yeah. there's a million bucks in your pocket. Yeah. Fucking go back to uni. That's it. Um, the other one I thought was interesting was Hugh Greenwood, um, obviously coming over from Adelaide, mm. who's been very very handy and yeah. late to the AFL as well, so a mature age. Yep. Yeah, but I felt like uh, that was less. I want to go to Gold Coast and was just anywhere but Adelaide. Yep, mm. absolutely. You got a feeling that he was not happy with how things were, and he was wasn't the only bloke there. No, no they had a bit of an exodus in the end. Yeah, yeah I mean, bit. no one gives a, a shit bit. about anyone leaving Adelaide now. Originally, they were like, "I'm ringing him up. Uh, yeah, he's I'm following around. He's chucking, <laughs> his, chucking his kid out in the dump." Everyone's <laughs> like, "Yeah, it's another one. Fuck it, we're over it." Yeah. Uh, but he played some good footy in the last couple of years yeah, in Adelaide. Yeah, he really did. Um, he, he was easily best 22 and oftentimes ended up in the best players for the week. And pops up on the score sheet very, very regularly. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, for a bloke that you sort of, you worry about the, you know, Betts or Walker um, or, or even Jenkins and you go, this little fucker's popped up for three goals again? Yeah. Who yeah. the fuck's on him? You know? Um, but anyway, he, hopefully he's happier up on the Gold Coast. Uh, they're outs. Uh, Michael Riscatelli has finally retired after the oh, AFL shit. tried to retire him the year before um, with the early uh, highlights package. But uh, oh, that's right, yeah. you got to say, for all the recycled players that have gone up there, he's probably been one of the better ones. Um, he's uh, given them yeah. good, good yeah. service. Got a bit of longevity out of him, I guess. Oh, actually, how long was he there for? Oh, I think... If not from the start, but close yeah, to it, I think. Because yeah. he was a uh, Brisbane Lions best and fairest when he went over there. Yeah, right. yep. Um, Tom Nichols has pulled the pin on his career. I think a little bit of head knocks, but also just not enjoying yeah. AFL footy. And, you know, you can understand that when you're suffering concussion as well as losing week in, week out. Mm-hmm. Um, he played some good footy at times. I thought he'd be handy, but you can tell if your heart's not in it, you don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah. And obviously Jack Martin. Um, who's a very interesting one because he's a, a former number, uh, sorry, former top 10 draft pick, but uh, they played hardball, wouldn't trade him to Carlton, so Carlton picked him up for nothing as a def- dealer free agent. Which is kind of crazy, yeah. Um, you expect to be a bit better at, at the negotiating table than that. Well, and- yeah, how do you take that? Because either they let him go for unders or yep. they let him go for nothing and send a message. Yeah, I mean... I feel like Carlton are a bit ruthless. They're all about, you know, backdoor deals. Just throw a bit of cash, you know, yeah. help them out. A bit of charity. See, what they should do now is that um, Soss managed to get Martin to Carlton, get Soss up to Gold Coast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Soss Why is not? all out, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's out. He's done, yeah. He's done. Done and dusted. Um, and then get him to draft the Suns and say, yeah, you know, you can still say. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he might get his old man up there for, for a coaching gig too, or a recruiting gig. Surge? No, no. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Son of sauce of sauce. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, I, I don't think Jack Silvani can recruit himself. Yeah. I think that would be frowned upon. Well. Well, that happened in the AFLW. AFLW, Richmond yeah. did it, yep. Um, and Calamachi um, has gone home to uh, WA. It was, again, a handy player, mm-hmm. but it's the kind of player that they usually pick up in the off-season rather than get yeah. rid of. Yeah, well, he only went across town. Oh, sorry, he did too. He went to Brisbane, not to uh, West Coast. It came over from there. Um, all right, so their draw for next year. Oh, sorry, no, that's it for the outs. Uh, there were some more, but there were rookies and um, players that uh, not even the Gold Coast people. Well, yeah, nothing and Wig. Um, actually, Wig came across from Adelaide just so uh, last year, I think. So um, he might find himself uh, getting a second chance, I reckon, in a couple of years after some state league footy. Yeah. Uh, they're double ups for next year. They've got Brisbane, obviously, uh, Port, Frio, Sydney, and Melbourne. So obviously, that's as generous as they could possibly be. With yeah, their double ups. Well, the yeah. problem problem with uh, AFL at the moment, I feel like um, it's, it's not evening out, but there's a whole lot more game styles to be able to win matches and put yourself in the running. Right. And Gold Coast don't have any of them. No, not well. Yet. So even when we look at double ups, this is still not looking like Gold Coast can get two and zero against many of those teams. Yeah, sometimes. Your what a team is good at in a game plan can be sort of the rock paper scissors versus yeah. other teams. Like yeah. a long kicking team will have a, an advantage over a, a possession based team. A running team has an advantage over the long kicking team. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But Gold Coast really don't excel in any one area. Like I said, we, we just don't know what their style is yet because they're not good enough to show us. Yeah, but I don't know whether yeah. the. It's the team not adapting to the style or the style not being chosen that benefits the team. I mean, it could be. And it's, generally, if you're team isn't that skilled which they've got plenty of skill they just don't have the yeah. um, maturity they go for hard so you can be a a tough at the ball team if you lack a certain amount of polish yeah. but they don't have the mature bodies for that style either so they're they're sort of they're not big enough to be tough they're not quick enough to be quick not long not not mature enough to play at a high level at any area except for innovation if you like yeah. or youthful exuberance but at the same time you don't you don't want a game plan that's going to try and get you four wins this year instead of three you know what I mean they are looking at okay where are we going to be in in two or three years time what kind of footy do we want that team to be playing yeah. we need to start teaching it now yeah and also it requires a bit of a investment and commitment from your players are going to stay there and that's yep. why I think the likes of Brennan Oscar up there and showing how you, how you actually train not how you play yes. but how you train yep. Is going to make a massive difference on, on how that actually works. Um, uh, so I think that's the first change you make. And the coaches can have the best plan or whatever, but if they don't have the people on the field to be able to follow through with the coaches, um, yep. then it's not going to make a whole lot of difference because you, you need those people to, I don't know, it's almost like if there's coaches always like the father figures, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yep. easier in your private time when they're not around to not not, not, not listen to them, but yeah. not take it as seriously as you should. And go off the rails like they have. Yeah. And, and that's probably why, in the off-season, they made a big play for uh, Sean Burgoyne. Yeah. Um, which, oh, and they should have. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Is yeah. What they should have done. It didn't work, but you know what? You, you've got to throw your hat in the ring. I would have given him five. 
I, I would have too, without joking. I, he would, he wouldn't yeah. play those five. No. But if you get, get him in the Guernsey, that's yeah. your job done. And what's yep. the AFL going to do? Find them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's not the only player out there they could have gone for, you know. Yeah, um, you spent true. a lot of time on him, but uh, Grant Birchall went up to Brisbane. Why couldn't? Mm. Why not put some time into him as well? Yep. Um, yeah. There are other players out there as well. I that, think what they desperately need is a don't-fuck-up-my-club player. Yeah. Just a player who burns to put the Guernsey on and I don't see any of them like that yeah. and I don't yeah. like the culture isn't one that generates success or pride that much in the last few years they've got, got what a combined total of 10 wins yeah something like mm. that um, well, it's hard to be proud of the club when you're pulling that on yep. but uh, plenty of other teams have had that sort of lack of success like Melbourne being uh, a one that's been recent and you know throwing Carlton as well even though they've had premierships that people have been alive for. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can Richmond in there too. Not this century. But. Yeah, well, people have yeah. lived through <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it's... You need that player who, if someone's out of line, they're willing to pull them straight back in line to say, yeah. you know, don't disrespect my club. I don't think they've got it. I think they've got a, good of, a lot of young leadership. Yeah. But no one who's that... Uh, I guess died in the wool loves the club, won't let anyone mess it up for well, them, kind of thing. Well, and obviously they're a young club, so they've had, there's nobody who was barracked for Gold Coast growing up. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they didn't exist. And all their club legends aren't there anymore. Yeah, exactly. Their last, you know, I think this year, I don't know who won their best and fairest this year, um, but it'll be the first year in the last couple where the best and fairest hasn't left at the end of the season. Yeah. 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 Probably swallow. Or the captain, sorry. Yep. The captains, captains haven't always left. always leave, yeah. That's been two, and two uh, last three captains have left them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, once they left the side. Uh, who's in for a big year? I mean, I hope it's going to be some of the young lads. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I hope to see Rankine have a good good year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not expecting a hell of a lot from him. No. Uh, Lukosius well, and Rankine King all lining up for their second year. Yeah. And you know how much I believe in the second year blues. And also, when we say a big year, we're not expecting much. No. So a big year is playing consistent footy, uh, getting on the park consistently. You're not expecting, you know, three, four goals a game and, no, no. and 30 possessions. But if you're consistently getting 20 possessions and using yeah. them well, I think that's that's a good yeah, result for those exactly players. That's exactly what I was thinking. 22, 23 yeah. touches yeah. a game for those two, yeah. the coaches and ranking. And clangers and turnovers, I think, is a big one. Yeah. Just how you use the ball is going to be the biggest, most important factor for those kids. Well, I think the the big year they need is Ellis. Yeah, he's going to he's going to need to be the on field leadership. Yep. That uh, well, they recruited him for. Well, what's his decision making like uh, in the back I mean, lines for the Tigers? Not great, not great. Um, definitely but, don't put him on the left wing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he has one foot. Yeah. Yep. But he, you know, he's got guts. He's got determination. He's got one hundred percent effort. One hundred percent of the time. Yeah. How long's his uh, contract? Three years. Uh minimum, I think. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Three six hundred a year. Yeah. Um, I mean, he could be one of those players that you do turn into. Don't fuck up my club. Yeah, if he's that yeah. elder statesman, he's he's not going to be the. I don't see them making him captain. I think that'd be a bad move. Okay. But I can see him being sort of the vice captain, the you know captain blood and guts kind of thing yeah. out there. If they need him to he be that, still be an on field leader. Exactly, and he's yeah. got that pride in himself that hopefully he just bleeds out to the rest of the team. Yeah, um, off the top of my head, be only Premiership player on their list. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, he's somebody that you can. Um, set the example um, yeah. even if he's not a, a marshalling or a general or a yep. you know a highly skilled player you're right his dedication um, on the field is, is well and also enough. off the field because yeah. his ability to prepare himself at 
has to be excellent because yep. if you're if you're not training the house down, Richmond ain't giving you a game. Yeah, yeah. And, and he came back from you know yeah. stints in the VFL. Exactly, he played I think the most consecutive games besides Deladio, yep. and then got dropped in important games yep. and went back and worked on what he needed to work in. Yep. Got a lot fitter as well. Um, and he made himself be able to play at multiple positions. Uh, he can push in the midfield. So there's a lot for his back. temperament. Yeah. yeah, but I think yeah. to Gold Coast need that attitude because at the moment, if you're a skilled player, you're getting a game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you uh, can, if you're not injured. Yeah, yeah, you can sort of not slack off, but not, not mentally be dialed in in your right. training mm. and still get a gig. Uh, the positions, there's no pressure on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even with yeah. Ellis not being captain, uh, you would hope not, yet still you know, he'd have to be in very close uh, conversations with Stewie Jew yeah. just to have, give that feedback coming back from the group and see what's going on and even coming up with different ways that Stewie Jew can coach because yeah. he's been part of a successful club that built themselves from last or yeah. second last or, or from the doldrums yeah without, without the doldrums so they know what it takes and they've got a system that has has been replicated but it's not so much about the system that you play it's about the culture that you create yeah. behind yeah. behind the games you can have a system that has to suit your group um, but there has to be a culture that supports that well that's what I mean the, the coach can set the standard but it's the players and the peers around them that make sure that standard's enforced yeah, yeah. and Gold Coast don't have that at the moment uh, Ellis is one of the players that could start instigating that yep Absolutely. So getting a bunch of people who are willing to say, nah, that's not happening at my club. Uh, pull your head in or us, we're going to find yeah. you ourselves yeah. or dr- drop you, whatever. All right, so who's on the chopping block this year then uh, for uh, the Gold Coast? I mean, fucking everyone, really. But I think this is going to be the one where Stewie Jew is it, actually... It's, uh, it's funny, isn't it? It's everyone, but it's no one at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Because there isn't pressure on those positions. But Well, uh, every player on their list has potential. And if... At the end of the season, you know, pick random five players. Yep. Uh, Gold Coast decide, no, we're parting ways with you. They'll be looked at by the teams, but they won't be getting top dollar. Well, especially if you know they uh, muck around and get more uh, top ten draft picks in, in next year's draft. If you've got to add another three players in the let's say top twenty picks, you know, yeah. there's three other players you got to make spots for, don't you? Um, so I've had a look at their list, and they got a lot of uh, journeymen. You know, and filler type players that they yep. picked up over the last couple of years that haven't really kicked on yet. And I'm thinking like Jordan Mur- Murdoch, uh, Holland Smith, uh, yeah. Corey Ellis, yep. who's two years up there now, and uh, Miles as well. Yeah. He's at his third club. Yeah, yeah. Now, especially those last two guys again from Richmond, from a successful yep. um, uh, club and system that went up there and weren't getting the opportunities at Richmond. Yeah, went up there and you go, what have you done, mate? Well, that's it. And then when they did get the opportunities, like Miles especially, uh, one of the best VFL players he had consistently yeah. year after year. But when he got the shot in the, in the AFL, just never really stepped up. And so you were hoping to see more out of him when he went up to Gold Coast. A um, bit less pressure on him, yeah. but didn't really come through. So you have to say that he's definitely on the chopping block. Well, there's those <laughs> kind of players at that age as well. Yeah. When they've gone so heavy in drafting mm. that you go, well, Guys, you're here because we need warm bodies. Yeah, um, you've got to make a case and they get for yourself. Them for basically, to, nothing. Yeah, and you've got to make a case for yourself. You know, in the next couple of years, yeah. in order to stay. And you just hope that they've got people coming through that can push them out. Yeah, so exactly. Make, they have to, the young kids have to make it an easy choice for the coach to be like, all right, well, he's done. Yeah. Well, it's also the factor that they don't need more youth. Yeah. Uh, their 2020 draft picks, they should fucking trade them as much as possible to get players in. Like, yeah. if it means you trade off a couple of draft picks for, um, I don't know who's. If you could trade three top 20 picks for a nat five, you fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, 
fuck trade five top twenty drafts, yeah, yeah, whatever. Exactly, but but that's not going to happen. But no. there, there's going to be um, there'll be an emerging know, player, who, elite talent available. Yeah, like it won't be a Bond to Pelly, but maybe a Jack McRae, for Look, example, or uh, a Dunkley. Yeah, uh, those kind of guys. I mean, you you're not going to get the, the ones we named, but there are big names that move clubs. Yeah. You know? Um, you, you've got a chance to make a make a play for them. Yeah, um, and these guys are probably ones that are going to have to move on. Hmm. Um, one uh, stat we want to bring in now is uh, coaching pressure. So, how much pressure is a coach under after we had what we have four or five um, finish up last year? Yeah. So you know, blood was in the water. So this will be Stewie Jew's third year. He's gone four wins, three wins. So how much pressure do you think he's under? Oh, eight. Eight what? out of ten. Yeah. 10 being obviously you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. And 1 out of 10 being you've just won yeah. a flag. 10 yep. is when the board says we're right behind you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not expecting on-field results. I'm expecting some just basically just pride in the club. Yeah. yeah. Have a, a system in place that's uh, realistic, uh, achievable, and you can show that you're going to be able to do that. I think he's under quite a lot of pressure, but who's on their board? Do you don't know if it's oh, ahead? No yeah. uh, Tony Cochran. Yeah. Because yeah. The, he's the president of the club, I think. Yeah, right. Or is he the CEO? I've forgotten. GM CEO president. Yeah, he's on the board. So, yeah, he's there. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, so, oh, well, okay. he's he's mm, not not too adverse to putting someone <laughs> under the pump. So you'd have to say that Struzzi's under quite a bit of pressure. Well, I'm I'm going a little bit less. I said six out of ten because yep. like uh, wins aren't what they're after. Yeah, uh, especially the way that they've attacked the draft. Yeah, and they've got uh, Anderson and uh, Raul um, picks one and two this year, plus some others, you know, early on. Yeah. So you can see that they've gone. We've got all these kids, you know, yep. they're uh, eighteen and nineteen year olds. Like that's their core. Yeah. You know? yeah. They're not looking for six, eight wins this year. Yeah. See, so, I'm going yeah. with eight as well, but I think Stu Jew does have a good idea of what he's doing, obviously, yeah. and I think he's got a good system in place that will show to the board that he's going to do it. So I would say after about round five, he. <coughs> Not going to have good results, but I think you'll see something out of Gold Coast. See, that boards aren't logical or patient. So yeah. even if Dew is doing the right things, getting the youth in for success in three or four years, yeah. he ain't going to be there. If they don't have success in the next year, uh, he'll be in deep shit. And if the first well, few rounds of 2021, they're not getting wins yeah. on the board, he's cactus. 2021, he's in trouble. Yep. Yeah. The thing uh, is, I don't expect them to be able to run out a whole game to be yeah. able to beat teams. Yeah, but exactly. I think they'll show, if they can show fight for, you know, Two, three, three quarters. Some of that will get wins. Um, but you want to see those young kids be able well, to make what smart would you say decisions. What say is their marquee game, really? Because I know they've got the, qu- the Q clash, but that's, you know, who cares? Round one, I think I'd say. Yeah. I don't know who playing, but I'm thinking yeah. they can it, it, get, off, get off through a good start. <coughs> they're ahead yeah. by halftime round one. I'd say that's a win. Um, double ups against Melbourne? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they play up in Cairns? You know, that's, it's got to be something exciting, it's be something. You're yeah. right, but they've got to make something. Um, exciting out of them but I mean uh, they are at the point where they could be 1 and 11 and you go you know what but I've seen something Yeah, you know yeah. what the, that King's starting to clunk some big marks and yeah. oh, look, I understand, that run through the middle I understand irrational optimism I mean fuck I'm an expert at it. but um, I I don't see that happening while the, the club's not showing um, the hunger that you need like mm-hmm. teams if they if they just play and suck you can handle it if you see the players hurting and hungry. But when they just sort of accept, oh, well, we got fucked. Yeah. What are you doing this yeah. weekend? Um, that's when supporters get shitty. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so lastly then, we've done our ladder predictors uh, for 2020. Josh, where do you see Gold Coast finishing? See, I've got a, I'm, I'm actually a big believer in them. I think I can do really well uh, compared to the last few seasons. So I've got them 17th. Uh, which is actually up 
So, yeah. I mean, seventeenth. If they did finish seventeenth, you got to say, you know what, you've done it right. Well, you have done somebody shit, is what I'm what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm not quite as optimistic as Josh. I've actually got finished in nineteenth. <laughs> <laughs> Fitzroy's got to come back and beat them. <laughs> call the cannons, getting a call up. Southport Sharks. Yeah, I think they'll lose the international rules game as well. <laughs> I've got yeah. Ireland ahead of them. I've got to finish in dead last. But I tell you what, if there is no talk of a priority pick at the end of the season, yeah. eh, they've done it right. Yeah. But anyway, all right, that'll do us for the Gold Coast. Yeah, yep. Good luck. Right, peace. Have you ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period.